Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day guys, welcome back to the Hoop Ball Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, at Hoop Ball Pels is the show on Twitter. Go and give us a follow. Uh, we love the support. And if you're on your uh, mobile app and uh, feel like giving us a review, well, Please go ahead. Five star would be preferable because uh, we love the support there and um, everyone that has been listening in. Thank you. It is much appreciated. So, as I said on the last episode, uh, last next time you're going to hear from me is after we played the Jazz. Well, I um, had a little bit of a delay after after the Jazz game. Watched it uh, a bit later in the evening, and by the time midnight rolled around, I wasn't uh, in the right headspace after watching the Pelicans get. Mashed by 30 points um, to do a podcast. So it's a little bit later than I usually would after a game, but uh, thank you for uh, waiting with bated breath before I got back onto it. Um, in addition to today, we'll have a chat about the uh, interviews from practice. BI and Willie Green both talked. Obviously, we've seen uh, in the timeline that there was no update about Zion and his health um, or a very wishy-washy sort of answer as to what he's been up to. Uh, what we're not going to do is overreact. We're just going to wait and see what happens. Um, and we'll have a chat about that a little bit later on in the show. Um, and then also what the Pels are doing in addition uh, with their upcoming open training. And we'll talk about the details with that. So without further ado, let's get into it. So final game of the preseason, we head up to Utah opportunity to really have a crack I, I think um you know still no bi no jackson no zion as we've seen uh, starting five were trey murphy jv jonas valentunas Devonte graham garrett temple and sataransky so a mishmash of starters um yeah who knows i think they're just picking them out of a hat at this point uh, to see what combinations could work i'll tell you what this one did not um, I put on Twitter, uh, I don't know, someone posted what they wanted to see out of the Pels. And for me, this game, I wanted to see ball movement. I wanted to see a fast start. I said fast start, really. I would have settled for like just a, a medium start. Um, and wanting and, and having a crack, you know, that was the big thing. Ball movement, defense, in defensive intensity, and having a crack... And what we were delivered up was not that. Uh, so <laughs> I probably jinxed him. I, I think that's probably fair. I, I'll, I'll cop this one. And now it is the preseason. So we're going to put a little asterisk next to it. Does it matter? Well, no, it doesn't count to anything. Would you have liked to see more? Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, we didn't. Um, and 
you know, we were playing with no All-Stars. Utah rolled out Donovan Mitchell, Bogdan Bagdanovich, uh, Royce O'Neal, Rudy Gobert, and Mike Connolly. So, you know, some really good players as well as, you know, a solid minutes off Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Uh, Pashao, white side as well, saw some minutes. So, this is no slouch of a team. This would finish top of the Western Conference last year, which is, as we know, notoriously hard to be good in. Uh, so... I mean, we needed to taper expectations. What I didn't want to see was us just to lie down because this is a team that you can beat. And they're a predictable team in that they shoot a heap of threes and when they can't shoot threes, they go through Rudy, who dunks it every single time. So, I mean, when you don't have the players available, that's where it gets difficult. And perhaps if we had the scoring power on the other side, um, this would have been a different sort of outcome. Unfortunately, we started really slow again. Uh, and our first quarter was nothing short of atrocious. It was some of the worst basketball I've ever watched, so that was pretty good. Um, Utah ended up finishing the quarter 28-22. to 22. We dragged ourselves back. Uh, we had 10 turnovers in the first quarter, which you just love to see. When you want to take care of the ball and good ball movement, and we turn the ball over time and time and time again. It was fantastic. Uh, and, and that was sarcasm. Now, disappointing nonetheless to start like that especially not taking care of the ball when you've got guys that are are ball handlers and guys that want minutes in this rotation as ball handlers handling the ball so you've got graham you've got temple you've got sataransky these guys are are playmakers well i mean all guards garrett temple sort of that um i suppose wing but still you expect him to be able to handle the ball a bit and they were pretty woeful you know on the night Temple, four turnovers. Sadoransky, three turnovers. And some of Sadoransky's play was absolutely just woeful. He was there and um, he drove in in one play and decided that he was all of a sudden just in the worst spot, stuck under the basket, and decided that he was just going to dump it off to no one in the middle of the paint. And uh, they ran up the other end and scored. And that seemed to be the theme of the night. These live ball turnovers were just brutal to watch. Second quarter wasn't much better. We rolled through and uh, they scored 24. Uh, we scored 24 and they scored 35. Uh, so it just went from bad to worse. Third quarter, we scored 19. They got 32. So even the reset at halftime didn't help. And then last quarter, when it was all said and done, we scored 31 and they scored 32. So the two benches had a good fight. But otherwise, uh, yeah, we just got blown out of the water, completely outclassed. And there wasn't really much of an excuse for it. On the night, we shot 43% to their 51, 34% from three. They had 38, 16 threes to 10. Uh, Free throws, 66%, which is woeful. They had 88%, 15 to 17. Assists, they had 30. We had 21. Rebounds, 48 to 35. Um, You know, we just got smashed. Steals, 13 to 8. Blocks, 7 to 2. Obviously, that's going to happen with Rudy Gobert, the stifled tower. Um which is one of my favourite nicknames, actually. I think that's really funny. Anyway, uh, turnovers, 21 turnovers to 17. Now, they had seven in the first quarter as well, and I think that was the only reason that it stayed as close as it did in the first quarter because after that, we were throwing the ball away like we didn't want it, like we're allergic to the basketball. Uh, Points off turnovers, 23 to 15. And as always, we were on the losing end of that. And you lose games because you don't take care of the ball, and then you don't get back and stop them from scoring. So, unfortunate, but 
yeah, not a great game at all. So over to the box score, who played well, who didn't for them. Let's start with them because that was a bright spark. Uh, Donovan Mitchell played 29 minutes. He had 18 points, two rebounds, five assists, four steals and three blocks. Uh, seven of 18 shooting and two of eight threes. You know, his shooting would have been much better if he hadn't shot as many threes. Six turnovers, but he was a plus 25 on the night. So good on you, Donovan. If this was a Utah Jazz pod, we'd be we'd be laughing. We'd be going off. Uh, Bogdanovich had 15. Uh, Royce O'Neal had a bit of everything. Eight points and four rebounds and one of everything else. Uh, Rudy Gobert, a casual 19 and 19. Uh, so 19 points, 19 rebounds, two assists and a steal and two blocks. Seven of eight shooting. Uh, Conley had 15. Clarkson off the bench had 17. Pashal off the uh, bench had 14. Yeah. Now over to our guys. Uh, Trey Murphy had 12. He was four of 10 shooting, two of six from three. JV had 12, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, one block. Did a bit of everything. Five of 10 shooting. Um, four turnovers though, which you hate to see. Uh, Graham, 14 points. And in the third quarter, he got going. He had, uh, he had four three-pointers on the night, four or five. And he was going shot for shot with Donovan Mitchell, who's his old mate from a while back um, in this game. But, yeah, just didn't show anything of uh, anything else besides that, really. Uh, Garrett Temple was average with four points. Sadarinsky was bad with four points. Najee off the bench, played 28 minutes, had 10 points, three rebounds, three assists, three steals, five of 11 shooting. Uh, missed his three-pointers, but you get that, I guess. Uh, he had six turnovers, though, so that was disappointing on an otherwise very Najee Marshall night. Herb Jones had 12-5, two assists, two steals, no blocks in this one, and Nikhil was quiet with 11 points, five rebounds, two assists. Kyra with seven, five, and four, and Billy off the bench with seven points. Yeah, not really good, not... I mean, to drag it back to 127 to 96, you know, I didn't think we were going to score 90 points. I didn't think we were going to score 80 points at some points of this game. It was um, it was that bad. So when you go into the third quarter, and what, if we take that off, you scored 64 points going into the last quarter. So you just can't have it. You, you can't have that in a in a basketball game. And, you know, as I mean, today we saw Charlotte get absolutely hosed by Dallas by 70 points, 68 points, I think is an all-time record. But, um, yeah, was not good to see when your team is getting slapped around like that. So, what do we take away from this? One, take care of the ball. I know we want to play fast, but you've got to play fast, but have an idea what you're doing. It's all well and good to rush. And there was plenty of times where we rush, you, you get across the half court and then we're like, all right, now we'll do a half court set. But just with no idea what we were doing. So, you know, Sadoransky already talked about that, running in and turning the ball over. Simple passes that were just errant. Ones that you were passing across the top and someone would stick an arm in and run past and dunk down the other end. It just wasn't there. The um, And, you know, this obviously comes down to familiarity as well with guys that can't um, that haven't played together and haven't started. And, you know, there was 15,000 people there at a jazz preseason game. It's a big crowd, really, but, you know, you can't be awed by this because as crowds are back now, we don't get to play in an empty stadium. So not the outcome we're looking for, um, but hopefully we rebound because we need to, and we need to desperately. Uh, another takeaway is Devontae Graham had showed some flashes. 
hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that means, and Trey Young as well, I think, with the three-point shot that when B.I. and Zion and there are playing, they get more time and space and don't have to create as much for themselves. I think they struggle where the looks are, I don't know, maybe an errant pass that hits you on the foot or you have to dribble drive and, um, you know, shoot off the dribble a bit more or have to pump fake and then shoot. If they're just by themselves and can just launch it, I think we'll do really well. And we've seen stats uh, that say that Devontae Graham's better as a th- uh, catch-and-shoot three-pointer. Uh, you know, so's Trey Murphy. He can stand there and catch it, shoot it like a, a mad thing. So if he can get a bit of time uh, and space by himself, well, that's what we want to see. We're looking forward to seeing that continue to develop. And hopefully when the whole team's there, that will then play itself out. But yeah, not a great game. First game of the season coming up is uh, on the... It's next week. We're only a week out of the season. Um, And that is against the Philadelphia 76ers. It'll be Thursday morning for me, Wednesday night. Uh, So Wednesday the 20th. So I hope we're keen for that because basketball is back. And we want these guys to have a crack. How's that? Bit of a uh, bit of rhyming for your um, your afternoon. Anyway, enough of my carry on. Before we dive into the next part uh, and unpack the training and what's coming up, I need to thank our sponsors. So mybookie.ag, of course, is a fantastic sponsor of Hoopball. Uh, use the code Hoopball. They've got heaps of bets going on. There was a free bet that was on at the moment. Uh, NHL bet that you can go on there and. Um, you can win, it's been coming in, so you can actually make a bit of cash. Not bad at all. Straight cash in your pocket. Go and get it. Mybookie.ag, gamble responsibly, all that sort of carry on. But uh, yeah, if you like a bit of a flutter, go and have a look. And in addition, manscaped.com. Use the code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, and get yourself 20% off and free shipping. They have the Lawnmower 4.0, the fourth Installment of the uh, the lawnmower series, you know, it could be Disney will pick it up the way it's it's franchising. Go and get hold of one of these. They have a, a blade that cuts through diamonds. They have uh, a light that can shine through the deepest fog. Uh, probably, I don't know. Um, I'm sure they do. You can go and check it all out over there at manscape.com and use the code hoopball twenty and get yourself a little bargain. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, so welcome back. We uh, are going to talk about the news, the, or lack of news, brackets, lack of, brackets, news, that has come out of Pelicans training today. So the guys had a full training. Uh, they had a bit of media availability afterwards. BI spoke, and so did Willie Green. Willie Green's is the one that really has caused an outrage amongst Pelicans fans in that, the first question was, 
Where's Zion? What's he doing? How's he going? And the answer was, well, we don't have an update for him at the moment. A formal update will come out next week uh, or in the next couple of weeks with um, Elba David Griffin. Does that bode well? I mean, next week is the season. Um, if there is an official update, it'll come from David Griffin, the spin doctor. So are we looking forward to that news? Well, the only news I want to see is Wednesday night when he's lacing his boots up and uh, is running out and getting some high fives from his players because he's starting in the starting lineup. Um, the only thing that we could get told is that he'd been doing a bit of cardio, um, which is not promising, seeing uh, he's carrying a bit. And, um, you know, he is looking big. Is that weight good for him and his knees and his feet and all of that when you're trying to come back from a foot injury and you have a history of knee injuries? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor and I'm not a physio and I'm not any of those uh, sports scientists and I'm not going to pr- try to pretend that I am. The, um, the medicos will tell us uh, when it's his time. You know, I don't want to overreact to any of this. They said, you know, he'll be right for the, the first... Uh, the first game, that was, what, a month ago now. Well, maybe at the time, that's what they thought. Whether or not uh, it's progressed as well as we like, I, I don't know. You know, he wasn't running. He's only started cardio recently. From all reports, he was doing some dribbling and um, with, with teaspoon after training and, and nothing too strenuous. But again, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sitting in there with his... Um, in, his, in the doctor's office talking about this break in his foot. All I can go off is what we're told, and, and at the moment we're not told anything. And if he doesn't suit up on the first game, yeah, we'll kick up a stink. But if it means that we get him for 80 games instead of 82, rather than rushing him back and we lose him for 30 games at the end of the season because his foot re-aggravates, well, let's get that, get that done. You know, we already heard that uh, his parents were upset with the way they handled his knee. I don't think they're going to do that again. We just picked up his team option literally today. So if we annoy him, well, is it team option and out? I don't know. I don't think so. He's going to make an absolute packet uh, in his extension. But um, he really, um, you know, they're not going to take this injury lightly. This guy's a generational talent. We've got to get him healthy. If it means we miss a week of him or we miss... I don't know, 12 days or whatever, however long it takes, get him healthy, get him back, and uh, let's win some games of basketball because I don't want a one-legged Zion. I want a bloke that's ready to go and is healthy and is fit and is ready to dominate again like he did last year. So I'll keep a lid on it because I don't know enough about it. Uh, One thing I did say about these types of breaks was a bloke posted on Twitter, and I really liked it, it was um, it was posted by Ryan at Ryan Hates Bagels. Uh, for anyone that uh, likes maths, and he's a New Orleans artist, social media stuff, and travel turtle. Well, shout out to you, Ryan, and thank you for putting this together. Uh, he said, "Here's a list of players who had the same injury and surgery as Zion, and the games they missed. If Zion's surgery was in August, he'd had three months to recover. Uh, recover three months equals 39 games, averaging all of these games missed up gives you an average of 38 games missed. He's on average pace." So, for me, that's optimistic. You know, there's a big variance in, in guys missing games. You know, Andre Blatch had it. He had zero games missed. Uh, if we have a look at uh, other guys, uh, who's this? Damien James, he had 107 days missed or games missed. 
So, you know, there's a variance, there's a fluctuation. You know, most of them sit around that 30 to 40 mark. Uh, But again, there's a couple of 13s, there's some blokes have missed 80. It just depends. It takes time. And if we can get it right, well, we get it right. And if it it means that he's, say he's at the three-month mark now, it happened in August, August, September, October, um, maybe end of October, you know, two weeks. Let's say he misses a week of the the um, the season. All right, well, I can live with him missing two or three games. That's all right. Um, as long as he's around average. I think the main thing that's annoyed people is this transparency thing. And I think, oh, I don't know, there, there seems to be this story that we are entitled to know everything that happens with the team. I know we want to. And I know I want to be. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit as well. That's why I do this podcast, because I'm interested in it. Because I like to know these things. I'm invested in the team. But what I don't want to see happen is that we become uh, disenfranchised with the sporadic updates or, um, you know, this lack of information or apparently disinformation. We need to take it on face value. And I know some things are proven wrong, like the piano stuff happened and there's a lot of stuff that, that did happen that has been denied. But we need to take it on face value and I just don't want people to to turn on our franchise player, being Zion Williamson, prematurely. Let's just like let's just put a lid on it a little bit because he's still a really good player and I'd still really like to see him play. And pissing him off results in one thing and we saw it happen a couple of years ago with uh Anthony Davis. So let's just um let's just simmer a bit, I reckon. Look at that. How look at me. The voice of reason, the Australian voice of reason. Not bad. Um, self-proclaimed anyway and and I guarantee when we have this com- when we find out from uh, David Griffin in next week that he's not playing for six months or whatever it is um, you know we're gonna not that I've heard that and fingers crossed touch wood and all of that um, that, that is not the case but um, yeah we just need to taper expectations till we know more fingers crossed uh, anyway the other um, news that came out of the practice is that Brandon Ingram is ready to go. He had a sore knee. Uh, he tweaked it uh, in one of the in the second game after the first game, pardon me, and uh, it took a couple of days to flare up, which was not good. So that's why he missed them all. He had a full practice today, and he's ready to go. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play because he's a great player as well, and he's our other franchise player. And we've got a couple more years of him before he becomes an unrestricted free agent, which is good five years, I think. So looking forward to that. Uh, Jackson Hayes apparently is pretty close as well. From all reports, he has been moving around, getting the swelling out of his ankle, as per Willie Green. And uh, he looks like he's going to be ready to rock and roll against the Philadelphia 76ers. So, with the returning Ben Simmons, controversial. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, that is all of the news at the moment. Uh, Before I sign off, remember our Zion giveaway, or pair of Zion ones, Giveaway is still going in support of Feed the Second Line. Head over. I've just retweeted it as I was uh, recording this. Like, retweet the post, donate as much as or as little as you want. Get an entry into the shoes. There's a heap of um, chances in there to go and uh, and win yourself a pair of shoes. You pick your color. You pick what uh, where you want them sent, and I'll send them to you. Pick your size. Subject to availability, of course, but uh, I'll do my best. So if you want to support it, you want to support a good cause and, you know, get this uh, 
well, win yourself a pair of Zion ones, well, go and do it. Because we appreciate it. And, you know, I appreciate the city of New Orleans. And, um, you know, helping charities like this, it doesn't take much for me uh, to, to do that. And I uh, appreciate the support. And, yeah, I appreciate you all for listening. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up. As always, I am Lyle Swithenbank. L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, at Hoopball Pels is the show. Follow them both on Twitter. Like and subscribe on your uh, listening platform, and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.